must allow yourself to be in a zero point, in a neutral point, and be relaxed and connected with the, the variations. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Moving at over a thousand miles per hour on a rock flying through space, we are wanting to challenge the official story and the status quo. Join us on this journey to consider the alternative. This is Flow With The Go. So full speed ahead toward the tipping point trying to find the 100th monkey. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello everybody and welcome to a new edition of Flow With The Go. Today is the 4th of July 2013. Our country has been independent from the government of Britain for 237 years and I got Ben with me today and I think uh, what I want to do every 4th of July going forward on this podcast is kind of go through the Declaration of Independence and that's really what we are celebrating today. It's not about the hot dogs and hamburgers and fireworks. It's We broke away from a tyrannical government that was doing some pretty bad stuff to us and I just want to go through the declaration and make sure everyone out there remembers what we actually are celebrating instead of getting caught up in the commercial aspects of this holiday. Uh, speaking of commercial access, uh, aspects of this, Ben, you went and saw fireworks last night. That was good, huh? Yeah, it was really fun. And uh, yeah, I, I think what you just said is kind of a decision I made as far as what I'm going to celebrate. And it's, uh, you know, us, each other. You know, we're, we're Americans. You know, right now, you, like you mentioned, everyone's obviously pissed off at the government and it fucking sucks. And there's a lot of fucking bullshit happening. But, uh, you know, that, that's not what we're celebrating. That's not America, right? No. Nope. It's me, you, our kids, our brothers, sister, friends. So fucking celebrate that. Don't be an asshole. Be, be, you know, celebrate your neighbor today. Yeah, it's all about the people. And it was always a government for the people, by the people. And we've seemed to slide away from that a little bit. But the people of America is America, not the government of America is not America. And there's a lot of good people here. You got every other day of the year to bitch about that, right? Right. But uh, so we have the the declaration. We sent this over to Britain, and it seems like people in the the thirteen colonies got just upset about a bunch of things, and they line itemed all the things that they were upset about. And I want to read from a part of it. It says, "Governments are in, instituted amongst men, deriving their powers, their just powers, from the consent of the governed." And to me, that means where we the governor needs to give consent and there's a lot of things coming to light these days with the various whistleblowers out there where things are happening by the government without the people's consent and it goes on to say that when any form of government becomes destructive to these ends it's the right of the people to alter or abolish it and institute a new government laying the foundation on such principles organizing its power in such form as to seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness and it also goes on to say that if it can be changed, change it before you actually destroy it and put a new one. And I think that we're not past the point of no return, and a lot of people would argue with me on that. But I think that the people can institute by voting rights a change in the government. And, well, look at Egypt right now. Right. Well, they're they doing just, it right now as we speak. As we speak, the government of Egypt is being ousted by the by the military because of what many people say is the largest 
protest in human history. I, the biggest number I saw was 33 million people protesting. And now I, I probably, that's an exaggeration, but it was a ton of people out there doing it. Yeah, it's actually kind of funny how they voted this guy in what two years ago and was supposed to fix everything. And, uh, but then I was thinking to myself, well, I mean, can it get to the point to where if we truly are unhappy with our politicians, we can just raise hell and really fucking throw them out if we really wanted to? <laughs> just like they did. I mean, they just voted the guy in. Now, ah, never mind. Never mind. Well, <laughs> according to the Declaration of Independence, it is our right to alter or abolish it if we feel that things Instead are going. be on the same fucking page, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, so it says when the, and it goes on to say a couple sentences later is when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariability on the same object evidences a design to reduce them under absolute depotism, it is their right and it is their duty to throw off such a government and to provide new guards for the future of the security of the country. And that's, I think, where I, where the population in my viewpoint kind of fails on our political system is not enough people vote for one and secondly we don't pay attention to midterm elections and that really throws the whole process off yeah i I just uh, heard a really good story about you know latinos in in texas who had a one of the lowest you know voting turnouts last year and uh yeah man that's, that's pretty sad when that's the main uh you know the a big demographic that, that's growing, right? Right. And, uh, you know, it's a good story as far as how, um, you know, now the Republic, the GOP and the Democrats in Texas are, are basically fighting over that vote because they know it has a potential. Right. But, yeah, that's a good point, man. We, we you know, we people bitch and, and moan all day, but no one actually goes out there and, and votes or... Reads up on the issues down. or anything. I mean, you, you, you ask people about the issues and they're, they, they're all caught up in the kind of bipartisan issues that are like Northwest and, uh, right. (laughs) Well, it's the, your bipartisan stuff like gay rights and gun rights and all that stuff, but they don't pay attention to the actual bills that are being passed that cause the governed to be changed. And so the declaration goes on to line item some things. So I got a couple here highlighted that I want to talk to and they, they refute, they refer to the King of Britain as, as their government here. So we got to, they use the word he as in context a lot. So just to not throw everyone off that I'm not speaking in these terms against any individual person. They use the word he because back then there was a king. But now I think we have our government that's in a lot of ways acting in tyrannical ways. Um not with the best interests of the people. So the first line item is it says he has refused to assent to laws, the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. And what comes to my mind it right away is our current situation with GMO labeling and the apparent lack of will for, of the government to do anything and step in and let people know what's being put into their bodies. Well, you know, to be fair, that's a really broad statement too, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> The most wholesome and necessary for the public good. But, I mean, I guess if the people are the ones deciding what's wholesome and necessary, I, I guess that would work, right? I mean, right, yeah, absolutely. Because that's the first thing I thought, well, then who's going to decide what's... It's got you know, to the, the the be yeah. the people. Yeah. And we had Prop 20 this year in California that got shot down where they the people went out and said, we don't want to know what's in our food. And I always find that just 
absolutely baffling and hard to believe that I don't think I could cast a vote where someone was saying, we want to put a label on this food so you know what's in it. And I say, nah, I don't want to know. Check no. You know, as we're talking about this, I'm, 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 I start thinking, like, how, how much influence do we really have? Right. I mean, as far as, what, what do you do? You email, you, 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 put, you uh, leave messages to your fucking senator or congressman or whatever. And you, um, I mean, but we, I mean, when you think about it, we really don't have representation there. I mean, obviously, our, our, our congressmen and whatever are supposed to be that, but once that system gets a hold of them. Yep. It would be <laughs> awesome to have, like, a... I, uh, I guess the only term I can think of is like a civilian, a fucking like real person, right? Right. Involved well, in that shit. That's where I, I've talked about on the podcast a little bit before the way our government was set up. It was set up back in these times where there was great expanses of people not really connected like they are today. And so a bunch of farmers would get together and send one guy to go and cast their vote. But when he was done voting, he'd come back to his farm and work. So there was no real career politicians at that point in time. And now once politics became a career and people can make a lot of money doing it, they want to stay and keep hold of that power. Whereas I firmly believe in our age that we have today, we could certainly set up a system where there is no House and Senate and all of the votes come directly from the people via the Internet. Wow. And you get the the real voice of the people and do away with all that bullshit and then get rid of the political parties and everything. And it's just for the people, by the people. And we have the technology to do that today. They didn't back then, so it makes sense. That's kind of the way it started out, though, right? I mean, and then people started, you know, voting a certain way, and then they meet someone who kind of has the same views, and then, uh, I mean, that would happen anyways, I I would think. I think it would. However, I think the voice would be a little more clear. Yeah. Versus all the rhetoric and the... the, There's no middleman, right? Right, there's no middleman. So his next one is uh, interesting because I think we recently actually got gained some ground on it. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless they suspend the operation till his assent should be attained. And when so to suspend it, he has utterly ne- neglected to attend them. The, the thing that I'll point out that was good about this is... Okay, that, that went over my head, I'm going to be honest with you. So basically what, <laughs> how I'm interpreted in that, and I could be wrong, is that the king back then governors were willing to pass laws for certain things and the king would say no. And I think that a good veto power. Yeah, exactly. And so what I think has been good recently is the, the gay rights and the the federal government coming out and saying, yes, states can vote that into law. And so that part of it, I think we've actually took a step forward in the, in that realm where a state's rights, governors of states want to grant laws again or for that, then they can go for that and the people can vote and, and have that be heard without the federal government overruling it. So hopefully that's a good, uh, good step forward. And once again, this is uh, the U.S. just basically calling out <laughs> right. <laughs> The king here, right? Right. This is what you're not doing is what they're telling him. Basically. Or doing against us, against our will, right? The next one that I think has some relevance to today is he says he has called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the depository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. This one is where he sends people to a foreign place where... 
it is hard to get representation to that place. And I, I got to think of Guantanamo Bay where prisoners are sent there. It's off U.S. soil, so it's really hard for people like a, a defense team or families exactly. of those people to go and represent their, their person. And so I think that that's something that actually quite upset me about the Obama administration because when I voted for him in 08, he was – one of his big platforms was shutting down Guantanamo Bay and, and not doing those things anymore. And then and here we are today with it still going on. So Yeah, that was uh... – <clears throat> You know, it's funny uh, about him. I always wonder if that was him going in or if it, it really, like he, he said, you can't change Washington from the inside out. It, the system just fucking got him, man. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah I've heard it. <laughs> I heard a quote um, a while ago that really rang true is whenever someone tries to change something from the inside, the inside changes them. Yeah. It's very, very hard to get in there and hold true to your yourself when there's just so much influence against, against you, yeah. you and then you end up going against your uh, your willpower. There. You know, what so, I think when I'm reading this, too, is like just no fucking transparency, right? Right. Just closed-door meetings and fucking secret you know, programs. And, yeah, and, yeah, I mean, that's what I get out of reading that as well is, um, you know, taking away those guys from the public records as it clearly states there, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Which is another thing that was promised was comp- transparency. Transparency, yep. So the next couple ones, they talk about dissolving the House of Representatives, which I think we should just do and vote online, like I said before. Um, The next one is he's uh, influencing other people to be elected as representatives, and that's certainly interesting because with the way the political lobby system works today, the influence of getting people elected is more so on the corporation side than on the people yeah, side a lot of times about, right as far as who has a bigger voice is the motherfucker with the lot of money right? yep and now that corporations are technically people you literally could be in a situation where a chinese company dumps a couple billion dollars behind a candidate because they operate in the u.s so they can donate then to a candidate and you get people that should not be in power influenced into power and that's a pretty dangerous thing i think we definitely need to get rid of the the whole law where corporations are viewed as people and can donate to political campaigns as such the next one here is really interesting because this is a hot button uh debate and you being from texas i'm sure you've had some uh strong views presented to you in the past about this where he says he has endeavored to prevent the population of these states for the purpose of obstructing laws for naturalization of foreigners refusing to pass others and encourage their migrations so this is clearly the the states then wanted people to immigrate to migrate here and be able to be naturalized citizens and that was one of the colonies beef is that the king was not letting people migrate and immigrate to the United States. They were stopping that. And now we're in a place where we have a large, way larger population back then. So the context is different, but there are lots of talk and rights about restricting immigrants from coming to the United States these days. Well, I think there needs to be a a filtering process, so to speak. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, I think a a lot of us has fucking forgotten what kind of country we are and, and how we started, right? You're I mean, absolutely right. That was the whole right. point of America was 
people coming over for to, to, to for freedom. It didn't matter the color of your skin or, or what. It was, you know, here's, I mean, it's fucking. They want it, right? right. It's in the <laughs> Declaration of Independence. So yeah, that's very cool that you pointed that out. Um, obviously, there's problems with illegal immigration and whatnot, but. I don't know, man. It's just there's no room for flat-out racism and whatnot, right? Right, right. And to make blanket policies about we're closing the borders, I've heard that as, like, the catchphrase. And it's like, no, we were founded on open borders and bringing people here. And I'm, I fully support that. You know, but there and, does and, have to be a system. So when, you want to close the borders, you might as well say the terrorists won at that point, right? Right. No, yeah, I mean, let's absolutely. just fucking admit it. Yep, Absolutely. So the next one says – this one's interesting. I don't have too much to say about it other than what I'll say. But he says, made judges dependent on his will alone and the tenure of their offices and the amount and pay of their salaries. So what I'm interpreting that is is the king was appointing judges, and here we have a system where the president appoints the judges. And so – how is that any different than what we were fighting against then? Why, I, I wonder why we don't get to vote our Supreme Court justices into their seats. Why, why isn't that a big deal? Yeah, right. Why, I mean, why is that... I've never really heard anyone talk about that. Why does the president get to put those people into play without a, a, a popular vote from the people? It's just that seems kind of crazy to me. You know, it's a very good way for a president to put his idea, idea out loud. Uh, you know what I'm yeah. I can't even fucking say it, but to, to put that uh, to, to the people, right? Well, and that's exactly what happens. When you have a Democratic president in there, they put more liberal people yeah. in. And when you have a Republican person in there, they put more uh, conservative people in. And, it, and it's dangerous because there's no term limits, right? So if four guys decide to retire at the same time and that president happens to be a Democrat, you're getting four liberal justices in there and you severely tilt the scales yeah. of yeah. of what – is going on and our representation is not accurate. So that one's a pretty direct correlation of what we got going on today. That's a, yeah, that's a, a lot of power there. huh? Next one also, I think is really prudent for today. He has erected a multiple multitude of new offices and sent hitcher swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. And all I got to say is Homeland security, and all the things that they're doing with erecting all these new departments of the government to basically, what it says, harass us. I mean, you go to the airport, and I'm all for being safe, but what they're doing with the naked scanners and stuff like that, I think, is a little uh, above what they should be doing. Yeah, man, uh, it's starting to get a little scary when the freaking Declaration of Independence can, you can write that now, and it still applies. And it still applies, Yeah. <laughs> Um, next one, he has kept among us in times of peace, standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. I just read an article very this morning where RT News is confirming that there's a bunch of Russian commandos being trained down at Fort Carson, Colorado, in a joint experiment to train anti-terror tactics with the Russians. So we have Russian uh, military on our soil um, learning how to defend against terrorists or teaching us how to defend against terrorists, whichever way it is. But that's a standing army on our, on our grounds right now that, that we're training and then they're going to go over there and then we're going to send our troops over there to train over there, which 
I don't know. That sounds like a great way to spy on each other. (laughs) It's interesting. I don't know. Um, Next one is affected to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power. Now, this one, what I'm drawing the, the likeness to is the increased military militarization of our police force where you look at the recent Boston bombings and you look at what kind of presence was there after that incident and it looked like military it could be the army searching for these people not the local military so our our police force it seems to be becoming very militarized with I don't really understand the reason. Yeah, it's just really aggressive. I, I just read a story, uh, I think this was out of Maryland, um, where it, it's against the law uh, for the state troopers to have checkpoints for drugs. Okay. So what they've done is they've put a sign up that says there's a checkpoint when there's really not. And so they just watch how people react. So obviously, if you start seeing things thrown out the window or someone stops and does a U-turn, they're pulling these people over. Right. Um, and they're actually doing that, man. That's they're, they're, a, that's I have not heard that. That's a crazy kind of loophole They're actually doing that, the... exactly. And obviously, there's some lawyers that are throwing their hands up and whatnot, but they're, uh, they're getting away with it. Um, wow. Basically lying about it just to see how people react and... But, you know, just uh, that, you know, the drone we saw the other day at a fucking concert where yeah. a bunch of, you know, cool people are enjoying life. That's another example of, uh, yeah, man, uh, s- slowly but surely you, uh, you know, you got to open your eyes, look a little closer. But, uh, yeah, that's happening, man. Yeah, the absolutely. It's happening. So, you know, it goes back to what I asked earlier. You know, so if the terrorists won. Yeah, maybe, maybe they have because yeah. shit's a lot different than it was, you know, 15 years ago. Well, you ago. look at what the the mission of the terrorists was was to take away our freedoms and if by us being secure we are giving up our freedoms they are winning to be quite honest with you like last night you know that thought comes across where you're kind of you in the looking at all these people in one place and you know i kind of thought to myself like what you know this what, could what, be a yeah, site this, this could definitely be a, a spot um but i, I was you know and it sounds corny and shit but i, I was proud man of of and there wasn't a big, you know, when I look back at it, there wasn't, you didn't see fucking cops all in the, I'm sure there were, you know, I'm sure they right. did a good job of, of, of hiding that. Um, but it, it was, uh, it was really cool. And uh, I, I wish it could be like that. Again. Yeah. And I think that that's what, and I kind of just got chills because I thought of what it is, is when you go to those celebration, you see the purest form of America right there where everybody from all walks of life is together. No one's arguing. They're putting all the bullshit aside and just saying we are America and we oh, are yeah, one. You, you had a homeless person <clears throat> sitting next to a, a guy in a polo and a Rolex with his family next to a college hippie smoking a joint next to a grandma. It was it's fucking it's great. pretty cool. That's America, man. All right, so the next one he talks about, uh, he combined with others to subject us to jurisdiction jurisdiction foreign to our constitution and unacknowledged by our laws giving assent to acts of pretended legislation. I don't really have much to say about that one because I don't have the, too much of the context about it. I could say that um, if they allowed like NATO to start passing laws that we have to abide by, that would probably violate that one, but I'm not aware of anything like that going on right now. The next one, uh, quartering large bodies of armed troops among us. I don't 
think we have that aside from the Russians that are training in Fort yeah, Carson, yeah. but it's not the same. I think back then they, they, the, that's where they were forcing residents to house soldiers, British soldiers in their house and give them food and all oh, that okay, stuff. Okay. So we don't really have that going on so today. Just knock on your door and punk you for yeah. Food yeah we're staying here. <laughs> we're staying here. Um, and then back then they were protecting those soldiers by a mock trial from punishment. When So when these soldiers would murder citizens, they would put together a fake trial and then acquit them of charges. So we don't have that going on, but that's a pretty fucked up thing. We might have that going on. <laughs> yeah, we might have that going on. Um, the next one that's, that's really um, applicable is imposing taxes on us without our consent. And I got to look at the whole NSA program it just had the whistle blowing on it if our taxpayer taxes are paying for that program we're definitely not getting representation of allowing that we're, we're that's basically imposing a tax on us without our consent in my opinion well i mean uh you know we asked this before on on the podcast i mean do you really feel like we could really be secure and still know everything yeah we've talked i think that there's a there's good in transparency um, a lot of, I don't know if a lot of people could handle it though. Well, see, and that, that's where, I, I mean, I don't know. You just, you hear that argument all the time. Oh, we're just letting our enemies know, you know, how yeah. to get around this and how to get around that. So I don't know. That's just always a question that sticks out in my mind when we start talking about transparency and security. It's yeah, a valid obviously point. Obviously our own government fucking spying on us. Yeah, that's a pretty big fucking big deal with that. But, uh, I don't know. I, I always, that, that's a big question. I can see both sides of that. That argument. Uh, the next one is defri- depriving us in many cases of the benefits of trial by jury, and then you—that's you, definitely going on right now with uh, Bradley Manning, who blew the whistle um, and was a part of the whole Wiki WikiLeaks um, leaks. Yeah, man, that's such a tough. I, I at least try I see my the guy. Ways going, I see. I go back and forth on on this man. That's such a man. That guy's got fucking balls, man. Yeah, he does, but he also he but he definitely deserves a trial. He can't just be detained forever without facing a jury of you know, his this peers. This might be where that AD uh, what what is that that uh, uh, Obama signed? Would that apply here? Would be oh the NDAA, to, the NDAA. Yeah, NDAA. There you go. Absolutely. So Obama signs the NDAA, which allows the government to do what they're doing to Bradley Manning. And any citizen, for that matter, um, and that's one of the reasons we broke away from Britain. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the next one is well, put drones in there too, right? People yeah. being murdered with drones without you know being uh, tried charged, or anything. <laughs> charged, with charged anything. or anything. Yeah, um, transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretend offenses. So that's kind of the same thing as what we we're just talking about. You get sent to Guantanamo and you don't get tried and. They don't even have to formally charge you with anything. They can just put you in a hole forever is, is crazy. The next one really is uh, context-dependent of the time when this was written because it talks about ab- abolishing the free system of English laws in neighboring provinces. So this is talking about um, putting laws in place to govern the wild, wild west or whatever. And so that doesn't really apply to us, I don't think, at this point. Is that referring to, like, individual state laws or...? Um, I, I think it's saying that when there's so we they had the colonies the the thirteen original colonies that were 
the, the states of that time, but there was a vast expanse of wilderness that they wanted to start trying to apply some English laws gotcha, to. Okay. And so they basically want to claim some more land. Exactly. Gotcha. Um, the next one, taking away our charters and abolishing our most valuable laws and altering the fundamentally forms of our government. And there's a lot of people out there that say that there's laws and things going on that are damaging people's free speech. And I think that that... There's instances where I can I can agree with that. Most namely, one I saw a couple months ago is where New York passed a law about protesting, and they would only allow protesting, so giving your right to free speech, they would only allow it in certain designated areas. And so what they ended up doing is when an event was expected to have protesters against it, they would set up this area five, six blocks away from the, yeah, from yeah, the that, event. That's, that's not cool at all. That's the, uh, you know, public space is public space. And, you know, if you want to be pissed off in a public space, I think you, you should have that be allowed right. to. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are, another one that's pretty directly um, tied with what's going on today. The The rest of this are are very... Time dependent for sure. I mean, you go into this where it says putting a foreign government here um, and waging war against us. Well, as of yet, the U.S. government hasn't waged war against our its citizenry, plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our town, destroyed the lives of our people. That's not happening so well, far I don't today. Know. I wonder if you could uh, fit in, in vir- uh, the environment in, into that. <laughs> you could. I mean, he, he, the environment with what the company, the corporations have uh, done with our government. our land, right? Is absolutely. what that sounds like right there. And the corporations have complete control to do that, and they're allowed to by the government. So, yeah, you, you definitely could put it in that context. Uh, that's, I don't know, that's what came to my mind when you were reading it. <laughs> Um, he is at this time transporting a large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the work of death, desolation, and tyranny. Yes, we yeah. send mercenaries to yeah, other countries. Yeah, I mean, you have Blackwater and the all these contractors that are basically out there in the Middle East carrying out missions that aren't even our our official army. So this was... Read that again. We they 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 were doing that. The yeah, Br- he is at this time transporting large oh, armies okay. of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death and desolation and tyranny. That's pretty straightforward. Yeah. So uh, he has ex- excited domestic insurrections among among us and has endeavored to bring inhabitants of our frontiers. The merciless Indian savages, who's known of rule warfare, is an undiswinged destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions. So the king wanted to wipe out the Indians. So that's some racially motivated stuff there. And then they finish up by saying every stage of these oppressions, we've petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. So they were sending the proper channels saying, hey, we don't like this. Hey, we don't do this. It's not like one day we just up and said, hey, we're declaring independence. It, there was a long history of us petitioning the king being ignored, and it was just being ignored and that's kind <laughs> of what you were talking about where you email, you leave voicemails for your senators, they still vote the way you don't want them to and it's a slow path, but eventually people will be kind of fed up and, and start to do something with that. Well, like we talked about at the beginning, man, it, it, it can be fucking done, right? It's happening right now and 
you know, when people come together and, and really give a shit and, uh, you know, have a common goal, you, you can do something about it, just like uh, Egypt's doing. I don't know. I think that's kind of awesome just to know that it can happen. Oh, and the pictures from that, the, the, the fact that we're so connected to the world that we can see that happening live is is pretty amazing too but those people you know you can only go so far and the people in mass will stand up and and get in the streets and yell and scream until things change so that that kind of wraps up the the demands that the the colonies had and it's as we've been pointing out that you almost with very little alteration could rewrite the declaration of independence and put it in today's context and have an equally powerful message as they did back in 1776 when we originally sent this to the to Britain. What else, Ben? Anything else you want to? I don't know, man. Say no, on this topic, I find a reason to be proud today. <laughs> I think we do go back to being proud today with the fact that. Our government is not our country. The people are our country. Yeah, and so we got to spend time with the people, spend time with your families and enjoy this day because we are a country full of great people, great thinkers that we need to get back to our roots and, and, and make sure that um, we are – our founding fathers were smart and they did a lot of things yeah, to protect the, this country. And if we start getting away from – what the founding fathers intended, we're going to end up losing our freedoms and the, the terrorists win Absolutely. at that point. And, and we talk a lot of shit, and, but we are patriotic, and obviously I love being American, and I love this country, and well, I, I and I with all the bullshit. It's still, it's still and the I would say greatest that country in the these world. people, the people that were doing the Declaration of Independence and writing the Bill of Rights and all of those things were people like us talking shit about the British government and saying that this isn't right. And it's history is written by the winners and our founding fathers won. Had they not won, they would be viewed as terrorists. And yeah, yeah. so um, you got, I, I think that the most patriotic thing you can do is hold your government accountable and make sure that the people are represented properly. And I think that's the most patriotic thing you can do, not just obeying with whatever they say. Absolutely, man. Don't be an asshole today. <laughs> Enjoy your fucking day. So love your neighbor. Yep. Be safe out there, everyone. So I think we'll just wrap this up. We'll be a little short episode, about 35 minutes. But look to be back this weekend with a, a news and notes show. I want to dive into Egypt a little bit more and, and talk about some uh, – more current events, but I do enjoy talking about the good old Declaration of Independence, and I, it was a great document then. It's a great document now, and hope everyone out there enjoys the Fourth of July and uh, spends time with the great people of this country. Hell yeah, let's go get drunk. All right, everyone, be good to each other. Peace. <laughs>